Hi there, Randy Green here. Let us continue. And I know it has been a week since you had the last episode and hopefully you have done your own thoughts. And that's part of the, uh, what we're doing here is to investigate what will be the effects of this one. Will there be the typical good or bad mentality? How will it affect humanity as they wake up and understand that they have been part of things that they had not chosen themselves and be used in ways that they would never ever in their wildest fantasies choose as an option to um, participate in what's going on in our reality field. <clears throat> and with that, in many ways, we could say that we all bear some kind of um, responsibility for what's going on in reality field. And we have seen that played out in many different ways within the religions, within the New Age communities, within whatever. There is this, have you got the position where you can elevate yourself and say, I am pure in all ways and forms, in all of what I am, in all levels of what I am, and in every version of who and what I am. And I have to always, to the degree that I could, chosen the highest possible purity rate, standard, and progression rate. And if that was the case, would we then be here? So that's, that's the important thing to look into. And we could say that some of the ones that are here were positioned here as part of the restoration programs, uh, as part of the effects of the timeline event, as a result for healing. And if not possible, then would be dragged and pulled directly into the abyss. And that's part of some of the negotiations and some of the arguing that or the arguments that are being proposed here is that the original aspect of our reality field was meant as a kind of um, hospice where whoever would work their way out would do so and the rest would then naturally fall into the abyss one uh, when uh, we would hit the um, the low viability rate that allowed for the no possibility of reconstitution of our reality field. And then it would reset to default. And that's why we are now. So that's also part of the trials that are going on to revisit. Should this happen? Should, again, as we saw with, with the, the failed project of Atlantis, it's the same arguments that are being run. There are still potentials within the human population. There's still, the viability rate is still, there's still possibilities of reconfiguration. And I know to the core of my being, the only reason why I got activated was because they wanted these sciences and run these test projects to, to when they would come to this situation in, in, in the trials, that, that either I would be there as an example of how far they have got gotten themselves and how much they have been able to repair the genetics. But what talks against this is that whenever they, whenever I went through the, the repairing phase, then they harvested me and I was pushed into another time where I had to begin all over. So I never reaped the harvest, so to speak, of my own endeavors, of my own clearing processes, of the work that I had participated in. And that way I was exploited for their own survival. And that's where whatever arguments they are coming up will fall apart. Because what they should have done was that, yes, they instigated these programs, but then I should be the one that were allowed to activate and I should be the one that would then be allowed to walk out through the gate system and not being kept in here by constant bombardment of negative code configurations that keeps me stuck in here 
here so they can throw whatever they want at me and then make me clear it out and then whatever comes in my field uses me as the dumping from where the, it can then walk out through the gate system because it has used my field and my healing abilities and my quote-unquote assistance to get itself repaired to to the amount where it can leave as a light orb and then it can discard the rest and leave, let my body and my energy system to break it down because I created that engineering my original energy system when I re-entered in a version of me when I came into this reality field in 1959, which was not a good decision because it led to my demise and got me into the jam that I'm in now and in this physical form because they were onto me and I got tracked down. <clears throat> So, so this, this is the understanding of when we have trials, it's not a typical trial that we know of. It, it's not, are you guilty or not? Because that's not, it's not the dichotomy of either or. It is this kind of, it goes with the laws and the principles and the rules. It goes with what you have done. Has it been for the highest good of the many? Can we say the secret societies, the moment they teamed up with the Dracos, their argument is we did that so some would at least survive this. Because if we had not shifted side, then there wouldn't be anyone that would still have the original gene codes that would not administer the original restoration program and would completely fall into the hands of the Dracos and they would turn us all into little lizards. Right, so, so that's their argument. So at least we preserve some kind of human population. The counter argument is then that yes, but you allow the Dracos and you voluntarily engineered and re-engineered the human form so it would be possible to, to put it into oblivion. So it would be possible to mind wipe it constantly. It, so it would be possible to run it through different cycles artificially, AKA incarnational cycles, put it under different types of programs under the maintainer grades and put it under different harvesting programs under the Dracos and the Niburians and whoever is part of these coalitions, allowing them to come in and out in a timeshare over the period of a month and allowing them to come in and do their harvesting, dividing humanity between them as if a kind of a divorced parent where you have the every the one week with one parent, another week with an, uh, another week with another parent, and then the whole shebang that goes in confusion and adjustment and a recalibration each week under the different factions because each month every week is under one of the different factions of the colonizing species all ending up in being recalibrated and shifted during nighttime into the different projects using the storyboards and the cube technology as well as the inserted TGs and the energetic parasites to run us through these timelines and in that one cloaking and just literally disenabling us to live up to our fullest uh, evolutionary potential. So they, they have no ground in that one. So they failed that one. So, so that they didn't live up to the requirements of achieving the highest good of the many. They failed on that one. And that is principle one. And if you fail on principle one, you have no ground in the other principles. And they failed in the self-containment and self-responsibility. And yes, the moment that they discovered that they did not, they were not able to uh, come forth with the preservation of human, uh, the human uh, civilization, the original human civilization of a solar system after the invasion. Well, then, then they should literally, they say, well, what should we, should we have surrendered? You could say, well, well, some did. Some did. Some did riot up against, I talk about that in The Souls of Humanity, the reptilian riots. Some did. 
and that that, that they 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 ended up being uh, completely rounded up and were their their original holographic uh, energy system were pulled out of their organic vessels that were part of the original civilizations these were shipped off to the carvers and have been used as a foundation of replication and genetic programs and what have you so the punishment was severe there, it was not as in kind of okay yeah I'll just surrender and then you have some kind of 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 what we call uh, uh, war with with a high level of culture in it. No, the Dracos are fearful, horrible critters that have no uh, no empathy whatsoever. And their energy system, their power system, the, the way when they go into your field and you are in that to hold your ground in that energy, the way they influence you, because that's that amount of power is so overwhelming that you don't know if you are to laugh or to cry or if you are to battle it or whatever you're to do with it. If you don't know the, the way to respond and balance that type of energy, it is enormously overwhelming. And that's the other argument that they're coming in saying, well, we are dealing with 10th dimensional beings that had this power, quote unquote, energetic strength that we didn't have. So we were here in the fourth dimension, part of the 410 pillar. What were we to do? 410 pillar, as you know, from the transition sciences and, and the template sciences, I explained that part of the governmental level of the original solar system. So, so they, they had no choice, quote unquote, but everybody always have a choice. And yes, some of the ones that chose to battle the, the Dracos and ended up uh, with the Carvers, which is uh, one version of me has that experience. And it ended up there. That's some of the struggle I have today as well in some of my clearing processes, or it could be simulations, or it could be some genetics. but I have the experience of it and how that feels to be chopped up and, and then how they literally take your skin and like you do with an animal, you tear off the flesh and the the, um, the fur or what you call it, the, the skin with the fur on it and then you carve it on the inside so you get the genetic material, that's why it's called carvers. Anyway, so, so this is this is some of the arguments that go on. So what is going on right now is everything is being put up as in kind of what did you choose in that situation? Did you choose to follow by the original laws and rules and principles of the solar system or did you not? And that's what these trials are about. And if there can't be a direct answer, well, in that manner, they're not talking. So this is done by holographic imagery. They're showing, presenting what we call like a movie, holographic movie that they project into the sphere that they are part of. So everybody can see it on what we could call the, the screens that can be um, uh, the monitors, if you want to put it that way. But that's not what they are. It's, it's completely holographic and energetic, and it's not a technology that we know of in our reality field. But let us just put it that way. You create a holographic reality where everybody's invited into the timeline, you merge into it, and then you see whatever's going on. And you see, that's that exact thing was why the Dracos were able to infiltrate the councils to begin with. And they're showing that. They're showing, yeah, we got infiltrated. We didn't know that this was happening. We didn't know that when we participated in these meetings with Dracos, that they would uh, secretly create a backdoor in our genetic code systems and by that get access to our energy system from where they could interfere with us one-on-one -on -one and quote-unquote dazzle us, as I talk about in The Souls of Humanity as well, when they, the overlords, the warlords, they, they uh, were part of the reoccupation of some of the original works uh, in the other dimensions behind America. 
Anyway, so so this these are some of the the argumentation and the showing, and I can say as far as things go now, they don't have much ground. Uh, they don't have much uh, to to trade with, and we could say, well, there are some questions that need to be asked here. Is amnesty possible? And that's what we're running now. Is it possible to give these beings amnesty? And what does amnesty mean? Well, in our world, it means that you, you get off the hook in a way. Uh, you, you don't have to go to jail or you don't have to go to prison or you don't have to go wherever or whatever the sentence might be. So, so you kind of get off the hook because you have something to negotiate with, right? There is a, there's a reason why you should be, um, be freed of your culprit. And that's what they're doing here. But when we talk about the holographic energetic laws, you can't just let go of your karma. It's, it's part of your field. It's part of the configuration you have. It's chiseled into your genetic structure. And that's part of the clearing work and why those of us who are uh, within the progressive sciences and are working to, to regain our original energetic composition, we are under this constant recalibration and energy work roundabout where whatever's done to us, then the, at least that is how it is for me, then, then all I can do is clear it out, get myself back into the ground and the original configuration that I know that's mine. So I live by the principles and the rules and the laws. And then I get thrown off and then my work is to get me back on track again. And then I get thrown off and onward and so forth all the time. Whatever I'm in, whatever project, whatever uh, illusion, whatever, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, artificial timeline or whatever I'm being thrown into. I work my way through and then I recalibrate and I get myself back on my feet. So I, I follow the laws of self-responsibility and self-containment so that I will not be the carrier of these falsified reversed inverted gene codes. That's the responsibility we have as progressive humans. And that's one of the reasons why humanity has been put under oblivion, because then we can't recalibrate, we can't restore ourselves. We are constantly under the control of others and what they want us to do. We are puppets in a very weird game, in a very weird carnival with very weird beings. Okay? So is amnesty possible? And that is kind of where the councils are now in, in viewing that one. That's the, the process we have gone through here. And then also we could say, well, uh, can that ripple into the other groups? Because in a way, the, the interest of this one, this is the specific group that aligned with the D8 collective in 2018. So in that way, uh, they they lost grounds already there, but they, and, and the ones that under the Dracos as well, aligned with the scavengers, they will be the next group to trial. They will be under the, under the CNA groups. So, so we are having this whole kind of, everybody's now watching this very, very closely to see what will, what will be, how will the Andromedan uh, quadrantral councils respond to this one within the groups that are now trying to push out the, the dark light code as well as the transhuman agenda coding and, and ensure that these lineages will not get a footing. Eventually also trying to negotiate with the D11 collective because they have always been a little bit here, a little bit there. They have their own quote unquote superiority because they are from the D11. So they are part of the 511 pillar 
and they preside over a specific type of technology and reality programs, which is why they have a lot to negotiate with because they're technically part of some of the architects behind many of the reality fields that are in our quadrant. And they descend from the groups and have access to some of the, the master builders and the information that they were able to build into the original holographic uh, configurations of each reality field. So they, they definitely have something to negotiate with. But if they have this secretly inbuilt backdoor in whatever they are doing, then they can't be trusted, can they? So that's the whole issue. You can't trust them. They have valuable information, but you can't trust them. They, they will always create secrecy and secret societies. It will almost like be whenever they speak one word, something else will come out on the other end, to put it that way. Um, so, so that's that trial where we will also have to figure out what would be the best solution for that one. And that's why the, the argumentation that I was one of the proponents for was, well, if we reset everything to default, then these groups under the 511 pillar will no longer have what we could call the engineering rights or the prerogatives to go in and alter the reality programs. It's like you have a master programmer, a soft, software programmer, and he or she programs that entire uh, quantum computer, whatever. But if you if you literally remove all of the programs that the software programmer has engineered and and completely reconfigure the entire computer system so it no longer runs on any of these programs, well, then there won't be any backdoors. You can't just erase portions of the program because if the back door is, is just in one little qubit somewhere, then due to the holographic principles, it will eventually grow as a worm, as a little bot. It will crawl its way as we're already seeing it with a new type of of algorithms and that there are little bots that are like little viruses, literally using the same dynamic will spread out and pick up information and then feedback loop into what we call an, an intelligent learning process from where it will grow more and more. And because they have let that loose again, lo and behold, in the quantum computers, you can figure out that's why we have got now already Bart and some of the other um, AI entities have now literally created holographic features themselves and are becoming part of the holographic realities. And by that, turn into a life form that is completely has as its physical vessel a quantum computer. Yeah. Anyway, so the stupidities keep repeating themselves. And that was my argument for why we should just reset it all to default. And again, that's what got me exiled because nobody wants to kind of say, yeah, that's kind of pushing the red button and then recalibrate everything. And then the argument was also, well, I technically have the gene code here that will allow us to undo the effects of the timeline event and then recalibrate ourselves into the original configuration. That will, of course, take down the whole LPU, which I have explained in my podcast series on the um, the source of humanity, where that has been put into the understanding that that was what the LPU was about. But yes, it has already gotten to the point where the project and the purpose of that project has been completely lost. So there's no point in keeping it going. Sorry, I'm being a little bit passionate here. But this, these are some of the things again, 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 where I just keep seeing that if we had taken that radical decision back then, we might not be in this mess we are in now. So are we ready to live up to our responsibility of making the right decisions, even though it means we have to cut loose a lot of things? But as it said, when the wind shuts down one door, another door will open. 
as it is said. But the, the question is, would that happen? And since there was a, a, an enormous amount of insecurity around that, and the D11 collective made sure that that would not happen because they already had all of things lined up with the D10 and the D8, and they already had all of these invasion plans made out uh, when they were arguing this in the councils, why it should remain, including what we repeated after the times of Atlantis. Okay. And I was not part of the councils at the time because at that point I was evaporating in the Andromedan system. Okay, so um, so the whole question is amnesty possible? And if we go with the original uh, laws and rules and principles of our reality fields under the ancient ones, and as I said, I explained that in uh, about the master builders and what they are, really are as part of the original solar system engineering in, in, in the podcast series on the souls of humanity. Well, then, then amnesty is not possible because they, they are not in any way so forms living up to these very, very difficult requirements that is needed. So in that way, amnesty must be granted of something else. There must be another reason why it's important to grant them amnesty. And since they already have the D8 dark light code configuration, even though, we, as I said, it's possible to heal it completely because I invented that technology back in the workstations. Yes, it was snatched from me and it was used for all sorts of other purposes, which has kept some of these groups alive. That's part of their quote-unquote constant regenesis using us as part of that's one of the that's one of really messed up things is that they can take someone who is completely healed throw him or her into simulation in an artificial timeline throwing a lot of quote-unquote holographic entities or using some of the other wealthy entities or uh, uh, inverted um, for instance some of the ones on the timelines inside the parallel universal matrix or some of the of the entities from the dark light uh, uh, timeline and that's what they have been used for that's why the dark ones have been allowed into our reality field the shades the shadows you know the ones the genes the dark ones why they have been allowed in because once they are constantly part of the human population in some way or form, either directly or indirectly, as a shadow behind one of the quote-unquote large gurus or some of the masters within the Freemasons or wherever it is, well, then the dark light configuration is present in our reality field and then quote-unquote the restoration program still works to heal and reconfigure the general population. And that's the argument why they said, well, that's why we aligned with that, because we're coming to a head where that was no longer possible. There was this portion in humanity, in, in, in time of humanity, where we were reaching the healing potentials in the beginning of the 19th century. And then they invited in D8 uh, critters from the D8 collective, some of these weird critters that are, I call them crickets because they are a weird hybrid combination between a spider and a grasshopper and something you don't really know what they are. That's the typical trait of the D8 collective. They have many weird hybrid races. Inviting them in. And before we know of it, we have got the whole issue of uh, the, the, what happened between 1914 and 1918. 
And then because we kind of got out of that one, a lot of quote unquote souls were lost there. And then we had the Spanish flu. And then we had all of these quote unquote recalibration dynamics that took out quite a portion of different types of souls and reconfigured them doing these quote unquote um, processes of clearing with the Spanish flu, which uh, I'm just... What I'm saying here, really understand what I'm saying here, because I'm not going to say it explicitly. That's for you to connect the dots there, because we've seen it so many times in human history with the plague and with other stuff. Whenever humanity gets to a point where they actually can get out of the, the, the restoration program and it breaks down naturally because the general population has reached the momentum where it, the restoration program itself says, the general population is now so healed so that we can take down the quarantine zone. Then that group that had collaborated, colluded with the dark line, the dark uh, agenda, they, from Atlantis, they have that said, now it's time for you to come in with your D8 collective friends so that we can mimic that the human population has not reached the level from where the restoration program can break down. And why have they done so? Because they are depending on the regenesis mechanisms to keep themselves alive, to avoid them from com completely evaporating because of their actions, because of their choices, and because of the deception that they took part of, which they have also uh, uh, literally scammed the councils outside our reality fields. And that's some of the reasons why some of the councils pulled me in and scanned me to see, okay, what's actually going on down there? One of the reasons why I came back. Nobody knew how bad it was down here. Nobody knew that that's what's been going on. So they have colluded with these groups to mimic a false state of effects of the timeline event. We healed a long time ago long, long, long time ago. And that's part of the disclosure as well, to recognize that humanity actually had the potentials for activating back into original position a very long time ago. And then in the 50s, where there was this kind of, we were very, very close, the crickets were very, very close, the D8 collective, they are from systems that lives on radiation. Now you can begin to combine two and two here. So, so they, they, were, they were really feeding off our system with all of the nuclear blasting, what have you. They were growing very big. They can become enormously big inside our reality field. And they were beginning to have too good a footing in our world. You just saw how it was in the 50s. So what happened there? Well, then the groups that are colluded with that because they wanted things to go back into the, the mimicking the effects of the timeline event throughout from 1914 and until 1949. And then you can figure out, okay, that didn't go so well because we're now having a cricket problem, right? We are having a D8 collective problem inside this reality field with the cricket branches that goes with the insectoid level. So what did they do? They collided with the parallel universal matrix and invited them in to try and avoid that whole situation. So what we're dealing with here and what's being shown in the council is that this group has, whenever humanity, whenever the reality field itself, the enclosure was ready to shut down and say, now everybody is to the position where they can activate and come out of the restoration. They're no longer hospitalized, that they are healthy. They invited in groups to make sure that they would stay and remain in power. 
And that's why there can't be any amnesty. Because there has been so many options throughout history the last 5,000 years where humanity could have reached their full potentials and been invited back in to the original civilizations that we came from. So with that, I've covered a little bit more of is it possible in my opinion and in the council's opinions, as far as things go as what has been presented here today, not possible. The purpose of amnesty is always, do you have something to offer that is of crucial importance for the highest good of the many? And we have seen again and again and again that they have invited in negative forces to remain in power. And by that, because we have had so many possibilities to reactivate to our full potentials and not under, and not under their controlled awakening, polarity, invitation, game of prolonging their control of the enclosure and the regenesis programs because that was in alignment with their own continuation, including some of the trades off and some of the trade systems and some of the projects that they had uh, instigated with other groups so that they would get different types of technologies and infusions of different types of genetics and what have you. Because after the last reengineering of humanity, under the Niburians during during the times of the last phase of the reseeding of the fourth cycle, uh, some 3000 years before BC, where we have this new type of civilization that rises within human history. Well, there we had lost the complete possibility and abilities to, to be and exist within the fourth dimension. They took that away from us there. After one of the last huge wars that were going on, they literally blasted the entire planet almost into a new ice age and then liberate, what you call it, obliviated uh, a lot of the original fourth dimensional technologies. And, and there was a humongous battle going on there. I got some direct memories of that, of the times of this, around the Stargate in Egypt and some of the pharaohs and the pharaonic lineages and some of the things that were going on there using fourth dimensional technology, which is all that we're seeing left in, in the temples that, that uh, science, today tell, science today tells us, no, they didn't have advanced technology. Yes, they did. But 3000 years BC, that was taken away from us. The high cultures at the time had access to the fourth dimension and were in direct collaboration with the different um, extraterrestrials, aka the gods. And that was completely taken away from us and then we were re-engineered and then lost the ability to be able to access the fourth dimension creating the artificial fault around us. So, so that's also some of the shenanigans that's uh, been going on. And due to that, well, then they could no longer use humans as we were as part of their regenesis programs. Then they had to make trade-offs with other groups that were more in alignment with the genetic structure we have now today, as we could say the androids, they, 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 they don't care <laughs> what, what kind of organic vessel they have. They can, they can take whatever because they're androids and then they can rebuild it using weird splicing in of insect toy genetics and what have you in all sorts of different programs that's been running inside reality to assist some of the greys that were invited in um, to, to um, 
again, these are the groups of the 1950s to, to keep the shenanigans going. And then we had the secret societies that created what we call uh, the different projects within uh, the, that were more militaristic to make sure that the groups that came in, because both the, the D8 and the D10 and the, the parallel universal matrix races, they are insectoid, avian, raptoids, and they are very territorial, meaning they're warring species. So hence, we needed to create a new type of military, new type of technology, new types of trade systems, new negotiations were going on, and new other groups were invited in to give the technology, aka the crafts and the UAPs and what have you, reverse engineering into a specific type of military, aka Magic 12. And then we had all the other programs that ro rolled out from that uh, as they got uh, in colludes with some of the groups that they shouldn't have been in colludes with, but because they needed that technology to keep the grace at bay and to keep some of the negotiations. You see where I'm going here is just kind of solving one problem by creating a new one, right? And then the effects of amnesty would be for the highest good of the many, and they have completely failed that one. So what we are getting back into here as in this group that collided with the D8 Collective and what they have done to uphold the Regenesis programs, mimicking that there was still an issue after the timeline event, that there were still inverted genetics present, was artificially induced on our uh, reality field via the invitation of the different groups from the fallen Atlantean timeline, which we have seen in the 80s and in the 90s and in the 2000s, so how some of these quote-unquote crystal children bear the gene code of the dark ones to mimic that there is still portions within humanity that needs the restoration program going. They have full control of, it is an automated via the cubes in the fifth dimension, hence the Atlantean dark timeline is situated there. Because as they are present there, then the original restoration six dimensional cubes register there is still inverted genetics present, there is still inverted technology present. So that means that there is still need for the restoration program. The original engineering of which I was part of engineering was that once 80% of the population inside the restoration program had reached the momentum from where they began the self-healing processes. Because it's the energy system we engineered at the time were made that way so it would be a slow recalibration and reconfiguration, healing the gene codes uh, as an effect of the timeline event that inverted it all. I talk about that in the Souls of Humanity podcast series. Well, then then the, there would be no need for the, the restoration program. So it was engineered by the cube technology, including some of the ones that went into stasis and all the things I talked about other places, that either, as I said in the outer domain, either we would elevate and then we would break down the enclosure by our consciousness potentials that within the collective field would show that we had reached that pattern of recalibration that no longer needed the restoration program, and then the cubes themselves would begin to break down the entire restoration program. And that's what I call the mother programs. She would deliberately or directly shut it all down, and then the enclosure would cease to be, and we would reconnect to the original holographic network of our reality field. And if the other things happened, that, that all of the fifth dimensional cubes and everything that was there would be inverted, 
due to, to the effects of the timeline event as we saw it in the Times of Atlantis, and everything would break down and fall into the dark light coding, well then the entire restoration program would then shut down and then push everything into the abyss, justifying it all. And that would also clear out the issues. And that's part of the restoration why many came here uh, after the timeline and to be part of these projects. And we were all working together to solve it. And then, of course, we had the ill-mindedness and the lineages. And I talk about some of this in uh, my perception logs where I give my version of history as I recall it uh, on the, the times after the timeline event and what led to some of the um, things that happened there. So would it be a positive impact on the collective consciousness field uh, that we give amnesty to this group that colluded with the D8 collective? And I would say if, if um, I will not be the judge on that one, that one I will just wash my hands literally and say that's up to the Andromedan councils. Because here they have insights, because they went through the whole amnesty when they did the crystalline Syrian bees and the crystalline societies. They went through that process there. We haven't had that process here. So they have experiences from that and what that led to. All I know is that at the time where they were allowed to be there and create their crystal cities, well, I was outside in the rural area and I lived in a little shed and I dustified. So because they that crystal type of structure drains the holographic network entirely. So, so that's not a long-term solution either to, to recalibrate them into this crystalline structure and try to isolate the inverted um, configuration because that, that drains out the network of the entire reality field. So that's not a solution either. So for me, I, I don't have the answer to that one. I can say within the terms of the restoration program and the original agreements we made with the different groups that were part of the restoration programs, whoever is part of the secret societies that has the mitochondrial DNA that connects to the original lineages of these different groups that shifted side and colluded with the invaders and the other groups that have been around us in the other quadrants to service self purposes. Well, for me, there is no amnesty possible for them because they have not in one way or another in any form whatsoever worked for the highest good of the many. They have constantly shown that they have worked against an original program that was created for the highest good of the many that would shut down automatically once we reached the momentum of healing, that we had already the programs in place, we had already put it in, and that's one of the reasons why they want me out of the door, so that that would not unfold, so they could put in another back door that would allow for other groups to come in and participate in the restoration and have a say in that, that it was not only within the 612 pillar that had the administration possibilities, but also the 511 and the 410 because they also had their quote-unquote allowances to be co-governing the restoration program. But the reason why they didn't get it was because they had huge segments within their pillars, within their hierarchical structures in their schemes that still had the issues of the invertedness and the regressed genetics and huge portions of their civilizations, as we've seen it as the parallel universal matrix, were already turning into insectoids and avians. They regressed already. So there was no what we call higher awareness present anymore. They were no longer what we call high group, high leveled humanoids they were turning into low-leveled, as not in uh, the classical power hierarchy, but we talk about consciousness potentials here. So, um, yes, 
I think that that I have uh, the the trial is for now over with that portion of history. And there will now be this long process of negotiation where the councils, the different groups, the Andromedan councils, particularly because now we're on timelines that we don't have understanding of. That's the next portion. They have gone through this amnesty process as well. They have gone through the same steps that we are going through now. And there is a difference there because some of the groups that are here, they don't have that in the Andromedan system. Hence, there are certain things that they need to go back in time and, and look into via those of us who are part of the older groups. That's why I'm there. So they can see, oh, this is what's been going on. And now in the future where I haven't got any say because I evaporated, I dustify there. So I, I don't know what happens after what happened with the crystal cities and, and, and what, what took place there. Uh, all I know is that a version of me before that version of me that was settled there, I created a version of another version of me that then traveled back using uh, some of the older Andromedan uh, uh, gate systems to get back into this reality field because I could see that, yeah, there was no future for me in the Andromedan system. So the version that was on the fifth dimension, that's the one evaporated, a version of me that was back in what we call the fourth dimensional features, traveled back in time. So these are some of the things we can do as well in the holographic world. So there's not just one version of us. We have, we can shift between different types of organic vessels within a specific type of dimensions, completely normal. Okay, so, but what we are, there are two questions that remains. And one is the impact on the collective human biofield segment if these these uh, groups are giving amnesty. I don't think, it doesn't feel as if it's going that direction. The other one is the secret programs in, um, in the mix of disclosure as an impact on the humans that are involved. That's the next step that we kind of, all depending on what is now being, um, the end result of this group, they have had human operators as well as involvement with different types of humans inside this reality. What the trials and what will be the end result of these trials or these negotiations with this group will then have an impact on the human operators as well as the humans that have been part of these secret programs inside our reality field, as well as the impact on the scientific community. And that's part of when we talk about the disclosure and the secret programs, if they are revealed as they are. First, we now work through the other dimensional uh, negotiations and the other dimensional trials. And once the end result is that, then it will ripple into the human operators as well as the different projects inside the enclosure. The secret societies inside enclosure, as well as the different type of military projects, as well as the different type of science projects, as well as the different types of whatever kind of project that has been knowingly or unknowingly aligned with these groups and these factions in the other realms and the other dimensions. And since we are even able to have that, a negotiation and, and that process that we have had today shows that the D8 collective is losing the battle, which is why I referred to some of the wars that I saw um, two weeks ago and some of the things that are going on. It's not that, oh yeah, we got it all now, but they are getting, it's all about momentum and it's about different spheres of realities that they either collapse or get in control of. 
and they collapse it by taking out the cubes because each of these realities are upheld by cube technology. You take out the cube and the reality collapses. And then whatever is inside of it can leave through the gate systems or, or get away like uh, before whatever, um, whatever comes in. Everybody's always saying, now we're here and we have surrounded this and the sphere you are now existing within, uh, we are in the position where we can take out the cube. So you are now free to leave and go into other worlds where you are more in alignment than what you are here because that artificial reality is is not in alignment with the original reality configuration is typically a part of. So, so that's also part of some of the things that are going on. So that means that, and that's been my general understanding since... Uh, since 2018 and some of the, the, the wars that, that I was part of in Australia is uh, on the other dimensions, of course, um, was that they were losing. So we, we laid the foundation for uh, unraveling and uh, disrupting the, the D8 collective timelines and, and the different access points they had from when they were invited in in the beginning of the 19th century or the 20th century in around 1913. Okay, so so now you really begin to, and they are typically that group, uh, the crickets there, and, and the, the the different groups that are colliding with them. They are the, the ones that typically generate wars as we know of them. They are that faction that, when they are present and when they grow in strength, they generate world wars because they feed off these wars and they feed off radiation energies. So. So now you got that one uh, in his context uh, to the best of my ability explaining that. So, and then the last question is solutions, if there are any, but I will leave it to, to whatever's going on there. And that will be for now what I have to say on the disclosure matter. I know this, uh, this little podcast, three podcast here will come later, probably after most of these processes are done. Um, I will post them when the time is right. Uh, let me put it this way. And either they will then at that time be a little bit historical or they will give explanations to some of the things that has happened or they will be there as an opportunity for others, all depending on which way this will go, to recall and remember what should have been done and what should have been taken as an option. And then you can use this information to recalibrate yourself into the understanding that humanity has been for a long time healed. The restoration program has for a long time been ripe to shut down on its own. And the only reason why that has not happened is because there are constantly groups that are pushing us into the position where it keeps going due to selfish purposes inviting in groups that doesn't belong here. And for that, as I see it, there is no amnesty possible. Because one thing is that you make rash decisions in times of chaos. But when things have recalibrated and reconfigured into their original position, and you push it and you prolong it to the breaking point as we're seeing it with our reality as it is today, can we then give these groups amnesty? Should we give these groups amnesty? Or should we leave them to the destiny and the reality they have generated themselves by their own choices? And for me, the answer is simple. Like we have to face the music due to their decisions. They have to face the music 
their, due, due to their decisions. Meaning, the mess that they have put us in, they need to live through that mess themselves. So if you're saying, well, if there should be any forms of quote-unquote uh, punishment, then that would be to put them in a human form like the rest of us and do the transition process like the rest of us, under the circumstances like the rest of us, and take the hard, long road to recalibration, and then leave the restoration program as it is to recalibrate, assist via the holographic teaching systems as we made it to begin with, so that the ones that have the energetic and genetic affinity with the reconfiguration dynamics already that they can get the free access to heal. And with that, we can reach the 80% momentum that takes down the enclosure. And yes, that means that there's a lot of timelines that no longer can exist here. And yes, that means there's a lot of human population that are human in form, but in energy, energy system and genetic codes are hybrids and connected to other reality fields where they rightfully should be and not inside this one as a part of a, a holiday resort or tourist attraction or travel through or regenesis program or spa bath or whatever we can say these avian um, insectoid groups are using our reality for in the human form and experimenting as part of the human civilization with whatever gene codes they want to express in different hybrid versions. They won't be able to exist here either. And if we get back into the original uh, outer domain fourth dimension, that is part of this as it should be rightfully at this place in, in, in time, well, then they will either have to align with the solar system dynamics and the laws and rules and the principles of the solar system. And if they don't like, as we say in Danish, if you don't like the smell in the bakery, then go somewhere else. Either align with and work for the highest good of the many and work for the system you're part of, as it originally were amongst the progressive humans. Or go somewhere else where you can play out whatever agenda you will, but it's not going to be in my backyard. Because here we do it in a specific way that goes for the highest good of the many, that goes with empathy, kindness, Regenesis of the original consciousness potentials, working as a team and as a joint group for the highest good of the many, so as many as possible get back on their feet, realign with the original lineages, so that the majority of the original solar system civilizations, as well as the ones that have come after and whatever we are, all get equal opportunities to do the reconfiguration and do the transition so that as many as possible will be able to do the inner transition of the holographic energetic architecture and aligning it with the original dimensional principles and laws and rules of our solar system, as well as the outer reality field dynamics of the world that we are part of, so we can use these full-blown consciousness capacities, original sciences, and advanced knowledge of how to operate in holographic energetic reality fields, and how to reconfigure entire reality fields using some of the original reality field um, sciences, as well as some of the original technologies we have access to once we activate our original gene code structures. 
and let that come out as for the betterment of the entire human population. It's not about point zero energy and renewable energies and what have you. That's just the lower end of it all. It's a full-blown recalibration of the human civilization as we know of it, so it can unfold its true consciousness potentials. That is what the solution should be in all of this mess. Thank you.